Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Mankato, <laughs> there he is, your training camp hero, the dreams of a dozen men who were late round draft picks, plaguing well in full team practice, oh he may turn out to be cut before the 53 Gentlemen, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. It's Mackie and Judd, Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment, and today is a beautiful day. It's the start of Vikings training camp, which means it's also the start of our annual Mr. Mankato competition, where under-the-radar Vikings players will be crowned and celebrated. <laughs> Happy holiday, boys. Oh, Chris Long oh. from 5 Eyewitness News joining us. As our official odds maker, I believe that this is the only remaining remnant, whether involving the Vikings organization directly or outside, that honors Mankato. By the way, <laughs> yeah, people always wonder, like, why do you guys call it? You know, they went to Egan, right? Oh, re- Thank whoa! You. Breaking news. Listen, we just don't have enough of a budget to change all the branding and marketing that we've built up for seven years with Mr. Mankato, so we're just going to keep it. And we like the alliteration. I still drove by the big yellow barn and got some candy and an apple pie on the way here today, so it worked out well. (laughs) You won't be denied. Emma Crumby's is a great spot to just get nine pancakes and pass out on the way (laughs) back up 169. Uh, so, So Chris Long is here. He is the official odds maker of the Mr. Mankato committee here and a few things to just because i think we have a lot of people that are either new to the score north youtube channel we're going to talk about this on purple daily Um, a lot of new listeners over the past couple years so if you're not familiar mr mankato was originally founded on Mackie and judd in 2014 it is an open source community discussion among vikings fans and media to help crown and celebrate under the radar achievers guys who pop up and flash at vikings training camp um, and the parameters are very simple. Eligible player must be third-round draft picks or later, undrafted counts as well. They must not be established NFL players, and there's some subjectivity in here, and we leave it up to Chris to uh, to sort of sort that out. So, like, you're making – man, we can debate that if we want to. Um, and if, if a player 
doesn't fall into one of the two categories mentioned, then the committee can decide if that player gets put back on the ballot. And so former winners include Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Cam Dantzler, Kyle Sloter, the greatest preseason quarterback in Vikings history. But Longer, let's st- let's just start with the odds. Let's count down. Let's create some suspense. You've you've spent every waking second all summer. Well, you've abandoned your job, your family, and you've just been focused geez. on putting together the Mr. Mankato odds report. Or I did this in six hours last night, but either way, <laughs> works just fine. Still, by it did the take way, six, six hours. Six hours is a large commitment. Every year, I, I just told you guys off camera, every year I say, I'm just going to do the odds and I'll do some quick bullet points. And then I start. And I start finding out things like, you know, someone's got a kid on the way or, uh, <laughs> you know, someone's hometown is the site of... Sci-Fi Channel's documentary, Town of the Living Dead. I have to include those things. That's important and if, stuff here. And if, if you guys want, so there's literally like a 10,000-word write-up that Chris spent six hours. If you want the whole thing, scorenorth.com, you can find the whole thing and all the write-ups and uh, information about the fourth cousin of the punter that's yes. on the roster. So Grab a six-pack. So, yeah, well, you might even need more than that. All right, so we'll start the field. Everybody always, the field is always an intriguing bet. The field hit two years ago when Brandon Dillon won. The field's 35 to 1 this year. And, Judd, I know you loved when I did kicker to be named later. I think that was a couple years ago, knowing that they were going to bring in a kicker to camp. Yeah. Resisted it this year, but I think it might happen. So if you're on that train, the field is your bet at 35 to 1. 99 to 1 is a punter, Zach Von Rosenberg. I don't see him on the roster, Chris, you may say. Well, they had to release him when they signed, I believe it was to sign Sheldon Richardson. I think if Mike Zimmer wants to play special teams games, he could be brought back to pressure Britton Colquitt a little bit. So I'm wow. listing him on the board by name at 99 to 1. Okay. 75 to 1 are your former backup quarterbacks, Nate Stanley and Jake Browning. We're coupling them together. They obviously are much farther down the list than they were last year because of the presence of a guy who, oh, I think we'll probably discuss a little bit later in the odds. Yeah. So uh, real quick, yeah, on, jump on in. Stanley I'll go, and Browning. You jump in, yeah. So I think my guess is if Judd were coming in here to edit the odds, Judd, would you put these guys higher or or more likely than seventy five to one, or do you agree with this? No, I agree completely with Stanley. In a very lawyerish move, I would move to sever them because I think Browning's going to enter training camp as the number two, and Stan and Stanley and Mond are going to be behind them so i i would actually in this case move to sever stanley and browning and make browning his own entity with slightly higher odds i think the logic here is that kirk cousins is is clearly the starter and he's going to be doing starter reps things and whatnot but like if there's another quarterback that will get attention it will be kellen mon and jake browning would have to throw for like three touchdowns in a preseason game which is possible and preseason does count when we're sort of uh, tallying the resumes and the credentials of these under-the-radar players. So I think I think Browning is more likely than Stanley. Um, but obviously, and we'll get to Kellen Mond. We'll see where he ranks. Kellen Mond wonder. doesn't need to be the number two guy coming out of camp to be Mr. Mankato, Judd. He just has to be Correct. the guy. Right. But I think that Browning... Well, you, you know what? Keep going. Yes. Because, yeah, yeah. There's more to come. I see something I like Let's just pipe down a little bit over there. 60 to 1 last year's year's special team uh, guys, Dan Chisna, whom I loved last year and kind of threw on his 99 to 1 to when Mr. Mankato was a lark and he almost did it by making the team despite the fact he played like three months of college football. K.J. Osborne, they're both wide receiver special teams. Uh, They're both interesting. Osborne, 
trending the other way than Chisna, but the fact that these guys have a chance to do some special things are why they're even on the list at 60 to 1. 40 to 1. Go ahead. Did somebody no, 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 I was just going to say, I mean, Osborne, I mean, at some point, someone needs to return a kick or a punt around here. And I think D.D. Westbrook's going to be the one, the one that does that. He's ineligible because he's an established NFL player. I feel like K.J. Osborne missed a great opportunity yes. last year in this competition and even in the season. There's some guys coming later that I think might fill in the return roles, too. 40-1, uh, to one, three quarterbacks, not a couple to entry, each guy by himself. Amari Henderson, Dylan Mabin, Luther Kirk. We all know about Vikings corners. Somebody's going to have a chance to run up the depth chart. There's room somewhere to do something at corner. You make some amazing one-handed interception. You do a pick six or two a la Audi Coyle and uh, Cole in a preseason game. Who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe you grab some Mr. Mankato steam. Okay, you know, Or you just need an article that says uh, that you're the gambler and you're going to be pick six guy like Marcus McCauley, who we actually gave a retroactive Mr. Mankato award to in 2007 for his work. Now, keep in mind, too, though, there, there's an important curveball that's been thrown for the first time in the 2021 Mr. Mankato competition, and that curveball is this. Fewer preseason games. So, like, this is going to be based more on practice in Egan hmm. because before it was four preseason games, three yeah. of which the Scrabinis just dominated in. Uh, we're now down to two of, of those. The joint practice with Denver could be important as well, but I, I'm just saying the opportunities to flash in games has definitely been decreased by quite a bit for some of these guys. It's going to help that we're actually in Egan again this year, too. After last year, feeling around in the dark for Mr. Mankato. As long as you fan <laughs> fan me off when I'm sweating profusely today, it'll be good I'm there. I had to climb Buck Hill for a story yesterday. Oof. Not excited about standing out on the practice field today. But, hey, I'm glad we're back in. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. 30-1. Uh, to 1. Boy, if, if there were a Mr. Mankato name contest, this is one of our finalists, and I don't think he wins, and we'll get our winner later. Tough Borland. Football. I mean. That's as football of a football name as you can possibly concoct. Tough Borland is a linebacker. There's going to be some time for linebackers to try to do something. I think the Vikings are, are going to have some depth guys at linebacker. I'm stalling a minute so I can look through here. There was a really good note with him. Here it is. He and JT Barrett are the only three-year team captains at Ohio State ever. That's wow. Saying, right. So that's saying something. I mean, and his name's tough. And Judd, yeah, his father right. played for the USFL's Michigan team. You got the mascot for them? Oh, that was Anthony Carter's team. Um, no. The I Michigan forget. Panthers. Panthers, okay. I would yeah, AC. I believe AC was a Panther. So that's tough Borland at 30 to 1. 25 to okay. 1. We've got our former Mr. Mankato. Can he do it again? Brandon Dillon. Also listed with him at 25 to 1 is another tight end, Zach Davidson. He's the feel good kid, Division II, uh, Central Missouri, I believe. Played one year of college football at tight end. That's because he was a punter. One of the, you know, if, if I had a nickel for every time I saw a guy transition from punter to tight end, I'd be, well, I'd have a nickel. Uh, so Brandon Dillon trying to recapture the magic of two years ago that he hasn't been able to turn into playing time, so he's still eligible. And, Phil, yeah, you mentioned he'd be our first repeat Mr. Mankato because all the other guys ended up actually splashing on the roster. So Yeah, I think in, in terms of Zach Davidson, you know, because some of this is about what will the media and the fans sort of latch on to, right? Stories and unique angles. I think the fact that the fact that he's this guy who does multi, he's like a utility player. He can punt, he can... Right, he can catch passes. I think. I think there's going to be stories written about him, which elevates his media presence, which gives him a better chance. If he catches a touchdown pass in a preseason game or something, 
uh, and flirts with the fifty three, then he's got a real shot here at twenty five to one. If he if he he's six foot seven in, and he's a punter, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> so if he plays in a preseason game, which he will, and catches a couple passes, and in that same game is asked to punt. What does that do to his value? Because Dude, we it will skyrockets go, it. Yes. We'll go crazy. hundred percent. Right, so, we'll be like, oh, multidimensional. Keep him. <laughs> Something worth going to. I found a good scouting zinger for every guy. I nice. found some scout ease. Courtney Cronin would be proud of me here for a lot of the high profile guys. Here's the zinger for Davidson. Gangly and ungainly. He's an enigma as a oh. one-year wonder with mega production seemingly coming from nowhere. Here was his line in his one year of playing college football. Division two, but still. 40 catches, yep. tight end, 40 catches, 894 yards, 15 touchdowns in Division Two football. <laughs> he was a monster. 22.4, 22.4 yards per catch. Take that Kyle Rudolph. Six foot seven, man. Just put him in the back corner of the end zone and let Kirk throw a pass above everyone's heads. Uh, up next, where are we? I was 25 to one, Dylan and Davison. 20 to one, a trio of defensive ends. I kind of grouped a lot of position guys together, odds wise, figuring they all have sort of an equal chance to pop. Patrick Jones, Janaris Robinson, Kenny Willickus. We loved Kenny Willickus last year, got hurt, didn't really have a chance to shine. It's going to be tough for these guys because obviously Daniel Hunter, Stephen Weatherly, they're the top dogs. There is even some depth returning behind them. But if any of these guys can jump, the guy I really like is Janaris Robinson. He's a pretty amazing story. Family's home was destroyed by a hurricane. Lives in near Panama City, Florida. And he asked Florida State to help him to make sure it was legal. This is back before players could get paid um, to f- do a GoFundMe through Florida State fans and made enough to rebuild his mom's house. And two years later, they moved back into it. Uh, he's done a backpack drive for um, high school kids in need in, in the Panama City area. He led a bunch of the rallies in the wake of George Floyd at Florida State. This guy's he's got leader written all over him, and I really like what what I've seen and heard from him. Love it. It's another position too, where like there's some positions that are just way harder because people are going to wonder, and we'll get, we'll get to uh, Wyatt Davis at some point. But like, you know, shouldn't he be higher? He might be a starting guard. Yeah, but like, how does a guard flash at training camp? Right. You know, defensive ends, cornerbacks, receivers, even linebackers. Like, there's certain positions where you just are going to have a better chance to flash in this competition. I like it. I like it a lot. And I think one of those guys will, like you said, will have the, oh, play at some point during training camp. All right, now we're getting into sort of the, the, the middle guys. And if you're a betting man or woman, these are, sit up, because these are the ones, you know, if you're not going to just throw a dart, these are the ones that we think have a shot, or I think have a shot. Uh, another coupled entry for you, Judd. I know you don't love him. Um, running back Kene Wongwu and wide receiver Amir Smith-Marset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, those guys I are like these. only yep. here to try to run K.J. Osborne out of town and be the new kick-slash-punt returner. They're going to get chances. They are both uh, obviously very fast and burners. Uh, let's see. Smith-Marset, 28.7 yards per kick return at Iowa, number two all-time in the Big Ten. Uh, here's the scouting zinger on him. Oh, here's the Judd. Buckle up. Real right. deal juice can crank it up hot down the field. Awesome. Oh, oh, oh you know what? Inject you know what it. That means, that means nine routes. Yep. That yeah. Means nine. Come on. We're talking nine routes. Football. We're and, talking Mr. Mankato. And as for uh, Wong, Kenny Wongu, uh, the scouting zinger on him is elite testing numbers for a running back. Dude, didn't he have? Did he have the fastest forty time of he ran, any of the didn't run pro the days? Com- didn't run at the combine, but did a four two nine at pro day, and he did it. He's two hundred and ten pounds. He's not like a little know, water bug. He's a big dude. I'm a little nervous. You can never oh, go ahead, Judd. That scares me 
because if you go back to 2005, I guarantee you I can find the Troy Williamson scouting report that said elite testing numbers for a wide receiver. Well, yeah, but you're not wasting a seventh overall pick no, on I know, but, this is what, but I'm trying to think of the, the Mr. Mankato candidates here. If you test well, so it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're going to get on my field in Egan okay. and, not, okay. and knock them off okay. the side. All right, tough guy. I will say that you <laughs> – you know, I, I trust the combine forty numbers more because it's more of an objective uh, exercise. These pro day forties. I mean, you might have your cousin Bob off in the corner, like, "Oh, a three point seven. That's crazy. Look how fast he is." Pro days are legit because they've got to have scouts in there to see it. But there was reports of a hand timed uh, that was like three hundredths of a time faster. So that was his see. Cousin that's time. my yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the note on Amir Smith Marset, and I like this. This was deep research. Uh, in an interview with Patrick Peterson, I think it was on Peterson's. Um, He's got a pretty good podcast. Said that at one point during a a mini camp or rookie camp, Smith Marset was sitting there and the locker room was kind of quiet and chill. And he's looking around and he gets up as a rookie and says, hey, where's the aux cord? What's the Bluetooth? How do I do that? He was like, I'm going to play some music. Like, it's too quiet in here. I want to get everybody going. Love and it. Peterson said, Leadership. That's, hey, Leadership. man, Love that. that's gutsy for a veteran to say it's my turn on the aux cord. And this guy stepped in his you know, third week in there and did it. So those two guys, 16 to 1, their splash will happen on either some ridiculous nine route or a, a kick return touchdown, punt return touchdown. 12 to 1, two receivers who are on this list, maybe higher than they should be, only because of their names. The first, Blake Prohl. His last name's Prohl. Everybody loved Ricky Prohl. He was the prototypical Caucasian receiver that everybody loved and fawned over for so many years. So we'll put him at 12 to 1, probably a little higher than he should be because he's Ricky Prohl's kid. Next him at 12 to 1, wide receiver, Wop Fillior. Wop. Yeah, Hard, who is, okay. Who is this guy? Like, are you just making up nope. names now at this stage? Hard to for Tough Borland to not be the name of the year on the Mr. Mankato board. I'm going to read Wap Fillior's line here because I don't want to mess it up. You, you say Wap, you go, what is that, like Whopper? Yep. Or like the dance? Nope. What? He's the, named after the Whopper sandwich? Given name is Mr. Elias D'Angelo Fillior. His young yes. father used to take the kids to Burger King on the regular. Dad would always get a Whopper and normal burgers for the kids. Young Mr. complained he wanted the same burger his father had. Dad said, wow. there's no way a six-year-old's going to take down a Whopper, but I'm going to buy you one and see. He did. And it became his go-to order. At first, Little Wop ran around and started playing football as a six-year-old. The little part faded out in junior high, leaving us with, wonderfully, Wop. His mother, though, still calls him D'Angelo. Won't call him Wop. And he's going to flame broil opposing cornerbacks in three preseason games. Okay. There's there's a lot there. That's got to be a story. That's got to be a story. Well, and there's more to it. He had... uh, uh, I believe it was before he was born. His parents lost a son, a, a tragic accident, a one-year-old. And he's got that. So the parents threw all this energy into him. And, and he says his brother is still there with him every day. Yeah, this guy's got a lot of stories. Big Ten guy, Indiana. A lot to like out of Wap Fillior, in addition to just the amazing name. Um, somebody's going to find that last roster spot at receiver. And I think whoever it is, especially if it's Wap or uh, Mr. Prohl, certainly we get some consideration for Mr. Mankato. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, before we get into the last handful here, a quick shout-out to our friends at Dennis Kirk and DennisKirk.com. So uh, let's say you're you're planning on heading down. Maybe you're going to head down to the night practice this weekend. Why don't you hop on your bike? It's hot. It's swassy. Uh, hop on something where you can really feel the wind riding through that 
that hair, that chest hair of Judd Zolgad's as he <laughs> rolls into Egan TCO PC. No, 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 no. Keep your shirt on, actually, no. Uh, whatever you need, whatever you ride, Dennis Kirk has you covered. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets as well. And if you order by 8 p.m., they ship the same day. When the open road calls, head to DennisKirk.com. All right, Football. home stretch here. 10-1, to 1, guys. Safety Cameron Bynum. He was a cornerback at California, fourth-round draft pick. Scouting zinger. Suddenness working back downhill is middling. Oh, yes. Oh, well, then... Not all the not all the zingers are positives. No, I could spend an hour on the problems that I see then with this, but I won't. Well, that's just one. There were fifteen good ones. That was just the most zinger of all the scouting zingers. I'm just picking the not the one that some not the one that summarizes the player. Um, I mean, who knows? Safety. It's it's Harrison Smith and Xavier Woods, and then kind of everybody else. He's going to have a chance. Uh, interesting, Cal only played four games last year, so there's not a whole lot of tape on this guy, and he was still a fourth-round draft pick. Uh, also, at 10-1, to 1, guard Wyatt Davis. He's such an awesome story, and his bloodline's incredible, but he's a guard. That's the only reason he's 10-1. to 1. His father, you probably know this already. I'm not breaking any news here. We fell over ourselves talking about this at the draft. His father, Dwayne Jones, uh, or Dwayne Davis, played, uh, what was his, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, Jerry Johnson in Little Big League. That's he, right. He yes, was Alvin yes. Mack in the program. He was Featherstone in Necessary Roughness. Uh, in summer school, remember Jerome took the hall pass on the first day of summer school and didn't come back till the final exam? All the same guy, amazing sports movie actor. He played Buster Douglas in the HBO Mike Tyson movie. If yeah. that's not enough, Wyatt Davis's uh, grandfather, grandfather or uncle, uh, grandfather, Hall of Fame defensive end from the Packers, Willie Davis. Yeah. So he's got real life sports bloodlines, and he's got sports movie bloodlines. Like, there's no way he's a bust. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, no way. Ohio State guy. In, there's a lot there. Go to the website. Read. I, I did a deep dive on him. There's a lot there. He and Cameron Bynum, ten to one, eight to one. This one, people are either going to say is way too high or way too low. Shane Zilstra, tight end. Brandon Zilstra, very popular Mr. Mankato nominee. Yes. Uh, Shane Zilstra. All the ingredients. Shane All Zilstra, the ingredients yep. are here. Six foot five. Brandon was six foot two. Shane's bigger. Uh, by the way, he was a record setting pass catcher at Minnesota State Mankato. Hmm, Shane, that is. Hmm, where have mm-hmm. we heard that before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, big dude. I, he's going to stand out on the practice field. He has a chance to be that one amazing preseason game. All he's got to do is have good synergy with whoever's getting the twos and three reps quarterback, and he's going to be Mr. Mankato. Your thoughts? Scouting report from when I went out there to watch the two June minicamp practices longer was this was Kellen Mond's guy. This guy was targeted right. consistently, consistently. In fact, in fact, the video of still available probably at the Twitter um, at our Twitter account for Score North. But yeah, you are. I think you're on the exact right track with how much this guy is going to get a chance to shine. In training camp in preseason. Do you think Mond and Zilstra get together at some point once they see the odds report come out and say, listen, let's band together here, okay? Let's I'll, I'll target you. You catch the passes. Get open for me. Get me a couple touchdowns in the 11-on-11 full team drills. And let's boost each other's value up this Mr. Mankato odds report. I want to live in a world where there's Mr. Mankato collusion among players. Absolutely. <laughs> listen to his line. Now, Mankato didn't play last year. Uh, their division... Didn't play because of uh, the pandemic. 2019, 
81 catches, 1,676 yards, 18 touchdowns, all three of those Minnesota State Mankato single-season records. Yeah, this we, is we, we will make our picks before the end of And I got to say this. How fitting would it be if a guy who played his college football in the former hometown of the Vikings training camp, for which this very award is named, were to take this home? I mean, it would be a perfect story, you might say. He is your dark horse at 8-1. to 5-1. to one. This is the second tier behind your favorite our pair of linebackers. Uh, Chaz Surratt is going to be a really good football player. I don't know how much he does in his rookie year. Very highly touted out of, uh, out of the draft. Now, really interesting note on this kid. He was a four-star quarterback coming out of high school that had offers from Florida, Clemson, and Auburn. Ended up going to North Carolina. Didn't click at quarterback. Talked to his coach and said, I just want to go to the NFL. Coach suggested, why don't you try linebacker? He did and lit it up. Scouting zinger. Plays 100 miles per hour, snap after snap. Treats running backs like speed bumps as a blitzer. Do anything for you? Inject all of the football terms. You know who wants this guy? Yes. Dan Campbell. Dan, Dan Campbell wants Dan this guy. Uh, Chesteron we're also. Kick you in the teeth. All right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. Thanks, and Dan. Knock Pre- us down. Appreciate that, Dan. Uh, he's 24 years old also. Okay. Not exactly sure how. Oh, the punter. I forgot to mention the punter earlier. Zach Von Rosenberg. He's 30. He played minor. No, you mentioned him, did I, but I didn't mention he's thirty. No, but you mentioned he's age. thirty years old. Played minor league. What's, ba- what's, what's he been? What's he been doing the last eight years? Minor league baseball. Six years in the Pittsburgh Pirates system. Only got as high as high A. Went oh, he's to, damaged goods. Went to LSU to walk on as a quarterback. Shifted to what? tight end, and then ended up as an all conference punter. Sort of the reverse of Zach Davidson. Sorry, I forgot that. That's a great note. There's a thirty year old in the, in the nominations here. Uh, the other five to one pick, Cameron Smith. The story last year contracts COVID-19 and because of that goes and gets an exam that finds a heart defect that could have been fatal, may have saved his life. It's been a horrible disease. It's been a horrible pandemic. This is a very small diamond in the rough of what's been the pandemic that it honestly may have saved this kid's life. If he comes in and even gets, you know, let's say he's a, 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 a second tier linebacker, you're going to hear a lot about that story and he's going to be a really, really hot guy for Mr. Mankato. Yeah, love the story. It's, it's all about the storylines. What mm-hmm. are people going to latch on to? And that brings us to the odds on. Who did I leave out? Judd, the old saying is what? Who's the most popular guy in town? Always the most popular guy in town is oh, the, back, the backup quarterback. Yeah, hell yeah. The Kirk Cousins detractors. There's at least one in this little Hollywood squares that we have here, I think. <laughs> they are not a yeah. silent minority. If Kellen Mond, I say it in the right up here. All he has to do to win Mr. Mankato, in my opinion, is not curl up in a ball on a side field and weep every day. He could probably do that two or three days as long as he throws a couple balls the other days. He is going to be under the microscope big time. Everyone's going to be watching to see what he can do because whether you're for Kirk Cousins or not for Kirk Cousins, Kellen Mond has the potential to be the future of the Minnesota Vikings. If he comes out and is adequate, there's going to be buzz. If he comes out and he's good, it's going to be an absolute wildfire of, of enthusiasm and support. And who knows if that's the right move long-term or not, but I think that's what's going to happen. See, I think the volatility range here is pretty high and that he's going to have yes. the most opportunity to do just basic things that are going to give him the Mr. Mankato title, right? If he throws a couple touchdowns in, in the preseason, if he, if he looks pretty good in seven-on-sevens and – Get some buzz. Like it's a, it's a very easy path to victory if he does some basic things, but 
He could also have a practice where he throws three interceptions. He could get strip sacked in a preseason game. Like he could look overwhelmed in a preseason game for whatever reason, and his stock could plummet too. So I I agree that he's the odds on favorite, but I think like he's going to have more opportunities on both sides of the outcome to uh, either fail or succeed here, Judd. I also think what's interesting is with only two actual preseason games, which would be paramount to this to him being able to take this award. Um, if what we saw in minicamps and accurate reflection longer, we're going to see more Jake Browning than we think. And in minicamp, Jake Browning, I'll say this, was the number two. I mean, they were clearly trying to stash Mond as the three. And I'm curious what that maturation process or thought process is going to be from the Vikings perspective. So we're sort of at the whim of the Vikings too, as far as, and, and by the way, if you dial the pressure down on Mond, I don't think that's a bad idea, but that's definitely going to impact us and how we think of the voting. If he, if he doesn't get the workload, because I think we're all expecting, well, he's the two. And I think he will be at some point, but if it's Browning and that's where Browning becomes more of an interesting story and gets to be the Kyle Sloter sort of role of look at Jake Browning. So, yeah, it's a little bit, I think it gets a little bit dicey because we don't know what's going to happen here with usage. Well, let's let's get right at it. Let's, let's make it official here. Let's the four of us here. Well, and I, just I, tweeted, I, I think I didn't say. He's even money. He's one-to-one, even money. Yeah. He, he's okay. this, The scouting zinger, athletic quarterback Judd with a next-level arm who flashes brilliance. Come on. Jake Browning. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not disagreeing. I'm telling you what I saw. Judd, you need you. to put your money where your mouth is. You keep bringing up Jake Browning. Let's go around the room and make our official yeah. picks here. Okay. Okay. So I just tweeted mine out. I'm taking Shane Zilstra. Oh, I've, I've seen enough of the connection in Judd's scouting videos from OTAs and minicamps. Mm-hmm. I think Shane Zilstra is going to have a big preseason this and training phone, camp. This phone has impacted Phil Mackey's selection. This is the magic phone that gets also, all of the highlights. I think we're, we're also like we're so quick to crown Conklin and Irv Smith. Like we just think Irv Smith, this is finally the year for Irv Smith to break out. And well, I mean. I think Irv Smith has a chance to break out, too, but he hasn't yet. Why hasn't he broken out yet? It's not like Kyle Rudolph's been, you know, Travis Kelsey 2.0 the last few years. Like, it shouldn't be that hard to beat out Kyle Rudolph to get more than 50% of the snaps. And so I'll just say, like, I think the Vikings' tight end depth chart is a little bit more open for uh, interpretation than maybe we think. So give me Shane Zilstra for Mr. Mankato. Can we go next, Judd? Dak, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's let Dak go. Uh, I'll go with Kenny Nwangu. I'm going to go with Nwangu. I like I like the special teams angle. I think all, all he has to do is basically get a, a punt or kick return touchdown, and he's vaulting himself up there. <laughs> so I, I am taking a preseason moment, and I think Nwangu has the most has the biggest chance to make a preseason moment. So give me Kenny th- Nwangu. I think what's tough for that is like in the in the practice sessions, they don't always carry out the full punt return and yep, the kick sure. return. They just sort of stop. Yep. So, you know, you're going to have, if you're a, if you're a wide receiver, because I see some people already on the Score North uh, Twitter posting here, why is Nwangu so low, quote-unquote? No, and well, he's only Wangwu. Wangwu. Wangwu? Yes, Wangwu. Wangwu. Wangwu, yes. We'll get it There's would, pronouncers I in the article for a lot of he, these guys. But he's not going to have that many chances to show you something if all he's doing is returning kicks and punts until we get to the game. So that's why he's lower. I wouldn't have taken him simply because of the pronunciation. <laughs> I have Wangu. no interest in trying to remember the Wangu. pronunciation. There's, no, you there's no N. Wangu. Uh, okay, Wangu. Dex, my, if I was a betting man, mm-hmm. 
And I am anyway. uh, <laughs> I, at 16 to one. I, I'm with and you I'm in the logic. So. I, I would take that entry as well. Since I coupled them, you're giving me Wangu. I'm giving me Wangu and Amir Smith Marset together. Right. I think Smith Marset might have a chance to do some things as a receiver and as a returner. I like you. There's some, there's some value at 16 to one alone. Those guys would have been lower, but I, you know, if I got to put my money where my mouth is, I think Kellen Mont, the, the heaviest favorite I've ever installed was Alexander Madison at three to two. And I've made Mond even money. So I've, I've got it back. I got to go Kellen Mond. Okay. Dudley. So I was going to go um, with Phil's pick. The Zilstra story angle is so good. It's sexy. But I am, yeah, it's sexy and it's fun. But you know what? I'm not going to repeat a pick here because that's not my style. So I'm going to go for the middle of the pack. And look, and let me just say that I might have had some spies who oh, got back to cheating. me during the course of OTAs and minicamp. No, it's not cheating. It's getting an advantage on you guys. Score North, um, Bill Belichick, Judd's all good. Yeah. Yes. I might have had a <laughs> camera planted in Egan. You don't know. But um, there's an opportunity here at defensive end. On the right side, there's nobody. Like, I mean, we could talk about Weatherly and those guys, but there's nobody. Um, Daniel Hunter's coming back from a serious surgery, and I think he'll be good. But I also think that he's going to um, not play every single snap. Good point. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go right in the middle of the pack and go with a guy that I was told immediately flashed, impressed them, and because he's on defense, the head coach will love him. Patrick Jones. All right. Patrick Jones, I was told, looked really good in the springtime. And um, somebody's got to, like, somebody's going to have to play a lot. <laughs> somebody's going to have to win a job there. And I don't know that these veteran guys that we keep talking about are the answer. So I'm going to go with Patrick Jones, the draft pick from Pitt. 17, so and a half, 17 and a half sacks his final two years. And remember, he will forever be known as the guy they got in the pick that they got for Yannick Ngakwe. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for whatever that's worth. Frame it, baby. Yeah. All right, that's Chris Long from Five Eyewitness News, the official odds maker for the Mr. Mankato competition. And boys, practice. We're, so as we record this, practice in a few hours. I'm on my way. And, uh, we'll see what happens. All right. See you out there, Mr. Long. Thank you for joining Thanks us. You can find Chris on Great Five work. Eyewitness News. He's uh, He'll be reporting from Training KB Anchors on Friday and Saturday nights, too. So check him out. And uh, is it Chris Long, KSTP? On Twitter. It is indeed. So, all right. All right. We're going to take a deep breath here. We're going to come back with some write that down predictions and an accountability session on this first day of Vikings training camp. Mackie and Judd. Yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Welcome in to the most innovative and high-risk segment in sports talk. Write that down with Mackie and Judd, our executive producer, Declan Goff. We make predictions and hold each other accountable, unlike any other show in the country where they're all trying to brush their incorrect predictions and takes under the rug as if you've never seen or heard them, right? Oh, just pretend that never happened. Not on this show. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Well, every Wednesday on both Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. And Thursdays with old tweets exposed. In yep. fact, we should probably stop admitting how often that we're wrong. This is correct. Damaging our credibility on this show. Mm-hmm. I think our credibility has been shot. Uh, we're, we're just that mentally tough. 
that we can take it. We can take all the arrows. We can take all the shots. Is that a shot at Simone Biles? Are you taking a shot at Simone Biles right now? No, no, no. I'm not taking a shot at that. You know what? No, definitely not. I would never take a shot at anything to do with a sport I know nothing about. (laughs) Um, Well, I I have takes on that, but... I think we should just wait on those until we get maybe Patrick Royce in. So we do you can really have takes? Have a, I do have takes on that. I do have takes on that. But now's not the time for my Simone Biles takes. Oh, now's the time Confine for your takes to our sports that we talk about, okay? <laughs> so here's how Write That Down works. Three predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And if you guys want to participate as listeners of the Mackie and Judd show – you can just send us a message through the Score North app. You can just tap on the feedback link at the bottom of the homepage of our free-to-download app and uh, send a message to Declan, and we'll get you scheduled. Are you guys ready for this comeuppance here? Judd has maintained a batting average and home run lead for the better part of like two years now. Let's see where Judd, uh, where Judd stands here. Uh-oh. Some good and some bad. Oh, you said you said yeah. Shohei Otani will hit at least two home runs against the Twins in their four-game series. Pardon my French, but Rocco screwed me on yeah. Sunday. That yeah. intentional walk, <laughs> I actually did stand up in the press box and start booing and yelling. Um, you said Aaron Rodgers is entering his last season with the Green Bay Packers. You said that a year and a half ago, and you were su- almost right. That was such a grand slam home run if that was right. God, you were almost right on that one. I think we're giving you a home run on this one. You said a, you said like two months ago the Wild will lose Carson Soucy in the expansion draft. I mean, you said this before they set their protected player list. You said this. Uh, it could have been any number of guys. I'm not saying it was like wildly unlikely, but I think this is a home run because. Oh, I got what you did there. Wildly unlikely. Yeah, you like that? Oh, that's good. Yeah, you worked that in. Yeah. We're, uh, I know we've been cracking down on how many home runs. Judd hits here, but uh, this one I think goes over the fence unless you guys disagree. Dex, oh, I'm not going to disagree. I, 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 you're not going to disagree. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a dinger. I think it's a dinger. Okay, I'm fine with it. Uh, you, you also said the Twins will deal Nelson Cruz by the trade deadline. Which is a single, yeah. It's a nice little week for Judd Zolgad. Yep. I had one thing come off the board. I said Taylor Rogers would be the first Twins player traded. Before the deadline, it was Nelson Cruz. And now Taylor Rogers won't be traded because he's on the injured list. At least it's unlikely that he'll be traded. Can you trade a guy if a team wants to trade for him? I think you can. Okay. But this is also the first time in his entire career he's had to go on that list. That's too bad. All right, listeners, Jonathan Harrison, our old producer friend representing the listeners here, he said Aaron Rodgers will not be the Packers quarterback in 2021. He said this almost two years ago. And again, he was close. He was close. But uh, Rodgers, we have video footage now of Rodgers on the practice field with the Packers. All right, a few things to highlight here for Declan. Well, he said Ian Poulter. I think I left this on on accident. Oh, I can't remember stuff. if I yeah. found this. Yeah. But uh, that was wrong. Correct. Ian Poulter, top 15 at the Open. Um, you said Brent Rooker will be called up by the Twins by the end of the month. Not only has he been called up, he's been on fire. Yeah, I think that happened like an hour after I made that prediction, too. It was pretty damn quick. <laughs> and then you said, this is not off the board yet, but you said the Twins will obtain at least two prospects who were top 10 prospects in opposing teams' organizations by the deadline. Well, they got one. Yep. Is it Joe Ryan from Correct. the Rays was like their... He was 10. 10th or something, yep. so... 
you're on the right path here. And one they, more, if baby. they trade Jose Barrios, they will for sure give you a point here. So, and really quick, and is it because of, are you caught up with the Bachelor at before I, I make make this saying, Bill? Uh, I did not watch the Men Tell All. The Men Tell All, but you saw the episode previously. Yes. So we have to physically wait till hometowns start for Greg to be in hometowns, right? Is that what? Is that why that hasn't off the board yet? Oh, he's got a yeah. She's got a step to, we have, foot we have to physically, in his hometown. Got it. Oh yeah. Okay. Got it. I just wanted to be sure. Just I mean, to be sure anything can happen. I mean, who yes. knows? Maybe he could he could bail. You know, sad puppy eyes, Greg. He could bail. So I, I feel you. So you know, some things I think we can like the Aaron Rodgers stuff. All right, I guess if if there's some weird trade that happens between now right. and week one, we can revisit these. But we'll wait till there's an actual hometown. Uh, so, Judd, you're back to 400, and you have the lead with five home runs on the season. Mm. Nice job. Declan, 333 with two home runs. I'm at 328 with two home runs, and listeners are at 310 with four home runs, one behind Judd's lead. So everyone doing pretty well here this season. All-time career stats. Judd has retied the all-time home run lead with listeners at 13, and he now has 170 career hits. So... There you have it. That's the accountability session. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Let's get our guest listener predictors in here. We've got Matt. We've got Ryan. Let's go to Matt first. What's your strategy, Matt? Are you here to hit bombs? Are you here to bunt? What are you, what are you doing here today? Um, I'm just here to play the right way. Um, <laughs> we're not intentionally walking anybody. <laughs> and we're you. trash here. We're uh, playing the game the right way. We'll see how the chips fall. Yeah, very I feel, like, I feel like, yeah, we don't always play the game the right way here. We're very backstabbing and conniving. So glad somebody has some honor. Ryan, are you are you here to play the game the right way? What's your strategy? You know, I I hope so. I hope to do the listeners well. I feel like the downfall of the listeners some weeks is uh, going only for bombs. So we're gonna mm. work our way up to the more outlandish predictions, but start off more feasible. Nice, nice. All right, so here's the order. Write it down. You like writing things down. We're going to go Matt, Ryan, Judd, Declan, and then back to me, and we'll see how many times I screw that up here. Yes. But, Matt, why don't you lead us <laughs> off your first prediction, sir? All right, my first prediction is that Byron Buxton will be the starting center fielder for the American League in a Twins uniform next season. All right. I like it. Okay. Okay. I think they'd have to come to a contract extension for that to happen. I don't think they would enter the last year of his contract without Let's trading him. So we'll see what happens. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Ryan, your first prediction. All right, sticking with the Twins, I predict that the Twins will finish bottom four in the American League standings by the end of the 2021 season. Yeah. So where are they at? They're kind of flirting there I now. I think they're in three or four. Okay. Uh, They've got a good chance at the yeah. rate they're going yes. to. Fulfill your expectations. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if they just if they wind up if if they trade Barrios, I don't know. It's pretty much write it down. Um, you like writing things down. Pretty much a lock. Judd, let's make it three for three with the trade deadline this week. The Twins will trade at least three current players, so players currently on their roster. As I do this before the three p.m. deadline on Friday, so they will trade. There will be at least three guys on that roster right now who will be moved before the deadline on Friday. Okay, off the record, who yeah. are the three that you're most confident about being uh, traded? They'll move Simmons. They'll move... I think they'll move Barrios now, which I didn't before. Um, and Pineda then, probably goes. And, and then like he? a Pineda, just a general slappy. I think Donaldson might go. You I might. legit think well, they're going to try I and clear would, out... I think I think clearing out money now I'd that Byron Buxton keeps rejecting him. I would give him away, yes. But yes, I think it's at least three. 
Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Declan. All right, my predictions are all very volatile because they, they could be coming off the board within the next five to ten minutes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, hopefully yeah. Go Declan's like super worried that his yeah. predi- I'm gonna stall here. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, my no, first prediction, as I talk minutes. over everyone else here, uh, the <laughs> the Wild will sign Alex Galagoski in free agency. The Wild will sign Alex Galagoski in free agency. Okay. That's my first prediction. All right, that's fine. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, I got to be honest. Uh, hey, Phil. I, I, oh, yeah. If you stall now, <laughs> you you can actually get Declan past the point of his next prediction being allowed. <laughs> like if you work, because there, there's no. Here's the great thing about this show: ain't no shot clock. No, there isn't. No, in fact, let me tell you a story about the first oh ever incarnation of Write That Down. You know, we were just the, the the segment started with us just offering advice to local general managers and managers. <laughs> and then we and then it kind of turned into predictions. And then Declan, we started keeping track on a spreadsheet of our predictions and it just sort of evolved from there. And, uh, you know, it's been a blast. Just really love this You know segment. what? It seems to, to me that that explanation, which was rich with history and I really enjoyed, should have a sponsor behind it. Do you have, do you have a sponsor or two to read? This you is, know, I'm glad you brought that up because one thing I love to do during these summer months is golf. And PXG Minneapolis has oh, yeah. any golfer in the Twin Cities covered with some of the best clubs you're going to find. The Gen 4 clubs are the best clubs PXG has ever made. They also have different clubs in different price ranges. So, you know, if you want something priced a little bit more within reach, the 0 to 11 clubs are definitely great. Uh, apparel, you know, it's swassy out there. You're going to want something comfortable, something light, something breathing. PXG's got summer apparel you can check out. PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center. It's a golfer's paradise. Find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, down. so back to the story about the origins of write that down. I'm just kidding. All right, here's my first prediction. <laughs> I need some hits here. I've I've fallen far too far behind Judd. So Jack Eichel will be traded by the end of August, but he will not be traded to the Wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay. Matt, your second prediction. My second prediction is predicting the winners of all the NFC um, division champions. So okay. in the East, Parlay. it'll be the Washington football team. In the north, it will be the Minnesota Vikings. In the west, it'll be the Los Angeles Rams. And in the south, it'll be, sadly, the Buccaneers again. Yeah. The Buccaneers are interesting. Good. Brady's about to turn 44. They're running it back. Kind of uh, kind of feel like there might be a hurdle there, but we'll see. Write it down. Record, you like writing things down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off the record, Washington football team is going to beat the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Ooh, I like Whoa. that. I like that. You know what? Matt coming in hot. Yep. I love it. I love that prediction. Yep. All right, Ryan, your second prediction. All right. You guys might need to help me out if this isn't quantifiable enough. Um, But so I predict that before the start of the 2021 NFL playoffs, there will be uh, legit chatter about adding a second bye week to upcoming NFL seasons. So what's uh, give, give us the deadline on that again. Uh, just before the start of the playoffs. Uh, and I guess the the part that would be hard to quantify is like how you quantify chatter. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like it needs to be so, a report. I think a credible report is how like we usually. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. then we yeah. sort of decide as a committee what's credible and what's not. Like if sure. it's just I like football 69 on Twitter. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. And, and, if Cincinnati has like. 
50 players in the hospital by week seven, <laughs> as usual, and their third string linebacker is tweeting about it. Yeah, not not like that. Amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so this would be adding a bye week for future seasons? Yes, Correct. Right? That's okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we can definitely – we've done the yep. credible reports thing here. We can definitely okay. work with that. Cool. Yep. Yep. Write that down. All right. Judd Zilgad, your second prediction. So I've got three football predictions for Purple Daily today, but in honor of the Vikings opening training camp, I feel like I need to bring at least one football prediction to this show as well. Sure. It's been a long time for mm-hmm. me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Write this down. Kellen Mond will not be second on the Vikings depth chart at quarterback to begin the regular season. Kellen Mond will not be second – so he will not be the immediate backup to Kirk Cousins to begin the season. So opening day or the first depth chart for the regular season, that's released off the record. I think it's going to be Browning unless he completely implodes. But I just want to throw that out there that I think they're going to slow cook Mond as far as expectations go. Write that down. Okay. Um, Declan Goff, your second prediction, sir. The Wild will sign Nick Foligno in free agency. The Wild will sign Nick Foligno. The Foligno fraternity agency, And we are five minutes away as we record this from free agency opening. So, yes, <laughs> it could be very volatile. Very volatile. Yeah. Uh, and that's it's definitely not much. So is your third prediction? Nothing also... wild, actually. So now you guys can pontificate as long as you want because I got, I got all of them out. I, my, next, okay. my third prediction is uh, not sports related. I was going to say because uh, my friends at Federated Mutual Insurance mm-hmm. Company have just been so helpful to business owners in and around the Twin Cities, around the state of Minnesota. They've been in Owatonna since 1904, and um, they've also been helping raise money for Big Brothers Big Sisters. The Federated Challenge has helped raise $41 million since 2005 for the 116-year-old one-to-one mentoring organization that is Big Brothers Big Sisters. So whether they're helping businesses or whether they're helping raise money for a great cause and Big Brothers Big Sisters, Federated does some amazing things. Uh, find out more about Big Brothers Big Sisters at bigbrothersbigsisters.org. Write that down. All right, my second prediction here. The Timberwolves will wind up with a draft pick or a player that was drafted this year. I'll say by the, by the end of draft night, like there'll be, they can't officially pull the trigger on a trade, uh, but there will be a reported trade where the wolves wind up with either a draft pick or one of the players that was drafted on draft night. Okay. It was funny because um, Chris Finch was actually interviewed last night on Bally sports North by Arnie Gellner at one point. Cause Ant Edwards threw out the first pitch, not bad do a little Ephus pitch, you know, got it over there pretty well. And Chris Finch said, "Yeah, it's a big week for us. We're just gearing up for the draft." And it was like, and then he paused, like, because he knew how stupid that sounded because they don't have a draft pick. He's like, you know, we got some things cooking in that area, <laughs> so, so you know, we might trade. We're trying to trade Jarrett Culver for literally anything. anything. Um, so yeah, it'd be great if someone could bite on that. Call me Finchy. Uh, all right, Matt, your third and final prediction, sir. All right, I'm going with Declan on this one. Uh, staying away from sports, my last pick. Uh, I don't know what kind of music you guys like, but I'm going to be making some Grammy predictions here. Oh, uh, In the 2022 Grammys, the song Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Park will win both Record of the Year, which is like just overall best song, and Song of the Year, which goes to the songwriters. My man. Love it, I dude. love it. Love it, dude. I saw Bruno Mars in Chicago one time, like seven years ago. Legitimately one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Like yeah, he does all of his stuff, of and then he does a bunch of covers. He'll throw it back to like 50s music and doo-wop and stuff. He's unbelievable. I, I love me a good cover. Yeah, 
Is that the first time that a listener has come on and made a non-sports prediction? Because if so, congratulations. Uh, no, no, we've, no, we've had plenty of non-sports. I think it's the first music prediction, though. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. yeah, we're branching out yeah. here. Awesome. So, uh, Matt, love it. Great work. Since you've got this life-changing platform here for you in front of the masses of Mackie and Judd fans, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that got you to this point? Besides yeah, this dog all, that's about to kill me. Yeah. First, I want to shout out my boy, Joe Gallus. Uh, we both go to the U of M, um, and uh, we sit in our frat house and listen to uh, Score North when we, don't, when we have time. So, <laughs> shout out to him. I know he'll be listening. Then I'll shout out my uh, uncle. He's the rookie. I don't know if you guys know him. But, oh, nice. uh, oh, Matt, Matt Mikulski, the rookie? Yes, sir. Nice, man. The rookie. Love it. Garage Logic. So, By the way, Garage Logic is exploding the last year and a half as a podcast, almost yeah, as much as Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he kind of showed me the ropes on how to, uh, you know, get my foot in the door. So shout nice. out to him. Love it, man. Awesome, man. Love it. Yeah, we've Judd and I have worked with the rook for like 10 years, so right on. All right, great Matt, dude, yeah. great work, and we'll get you on again sometime, and we'll we'll track these. We'll root for you. I appreciate it, boys. Thanks, man. All right. Ryan, your final. Write it down. You like writing things down. Final prediction is the Vikings and Wild will combine for four playoff series wins for their respective upcoming seasons. Whoa. You said the Vikings and the Wild. Correct. So meaning, like, if the Vikings win the Super Bowl as a wild card team, I'm just counting that as, like, I know the NFL doesn't work with series. Yeah, it's just games. Um and the Wild miss the playoffs, then this would come true if they each win two or if one, you know. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I, are you saying they'll win four or at least four? Oh, sorry. Yeah. At least four. Correct. Okay. Thank if it was Judd, I would not have helped there. Correct. Or Declan. <laughs> but I just don't, I don't no, want them to win help. a Super Bowl and then we come on the show the next week and it's like, like hey, oh, sorry. The Wild sunny. also won a playoff series. It was five. And so you're I'm wrong. glad we bend the rules for some people. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Ryan, since you've got this platform here, uh, just gigantic and massive and life-changing, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this point? Um, you know, I forgot to to come up with a script for what I'd say for this. So, you know, we'll just audible <laughs> it real quick. You know, I'd like to shout out to the moms and the dads of the world. You know, they, they brought I me totally here. Agree. They kind yeah. of forced, forced me to. Um, I mean, you could have you could have been born an ant or a, a know, house cat right? or something like like you could have been born a house plant. You know, right, think about how yeah. lucky you are to be born yeah, a Minnesota no. sports fan instead. or a Packers fan. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. That would, be, that would be a disaster. So, yeah, <laughs> love it. Well, Ryan, dude, thanks for coming on the show, taking your swings, and uh, we'll do it again sometime. All righty, sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, that's guest listener Write predictors Matt and Ryan doing a nice job. Judd, back to you. Final trip around the room here. All right, I'm going to go back to baseball for this one, boys. Jose Barrios will be pitching in the senior circuit, a.k.a. the National League, next season. Literally have the same prediction. Jose Barrios, I don't know where he's going to be, but he's not going to be in Minnesota, and he won't be in the American League. He'll be doing what God intended, which is hitting as a pitcher. So next season. So next season, yes. Got it. Because I don't. I think he's going to get moved by Friday, but if he doesn't, I don't think there's any way he doesn't get moved this offseason. Mm-hmm. I need to go back to the drawing board then. I literally write that down. All right, Declan. Go All right. Just pick a team. I'm going to double down on a bachelorette prediction about my man Greg. I love it. And I will say Greg will Sunken win. Sunken eyes, sad, sad eyes Greg. Sad puppy eyes Greg. I love how Katie's always like, are you okay? Are you doing Do you all like right me? today, Greg? Is everything okay? Yeah. Like, is, is everything, like, you look like you're going to, you have a resting sad face all the resting. time, pal. Like, cheer up a little bit. My God, like, you're hanging out with, like, the coolest woman of all time. I would not be that sad. Anyway, um, my prediction, 
Greg will win the Bachelorette. So I have him and another prediction making it to hometowns. I'm going to double down and say he will also win the Bachelorette. And I don't read spoilers, by the way. I don't read I spoilers. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. My my wife for years has read spoilers and we watch the show and then we'll all like we'll be watching and and she'll say, "So, uh, what do you think happens here?" And I'm like, "Don't do that. Don't do it." <laughs> I'm on your wife's side. I I do the exact same thing. You do spoilers, and, and it bugs on. I guys, love spo- I love spoilers because then I like when I know what to expect because I, in my mind, know what I think is going to happen, and I'm anxious to see if it's true. Yeah. All right, write it down. Write that down. I'm going to get more specific because I you you I also I also want to <laughs> I want to reclaim the home run lead that I once had, and you can't do that without taking big swings. So. I agree with Judd that Jose Barrios will be headed to the National League, and specifically, he will head to a team that needs to overcome two foes in its division, but a team that could win the World Series with the right moves. An aggressive general manager, the San Diego Padres. Mm. Jose Barrios will be traded to the San Diego Padres. And this is off the record. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw a name at you guys, okay? So... The third overall pick in the 2017 oh, yeah. draft yep. was Mackenzie Gore. Mm-hmm. He is a hard-throwing left-handed starting pitcher, and he buzzsawed his way through the first few levels of the minor leagues pretty well, like A-ball, high A. Um, then the pandemic hit, and this year Oof, not- he has like a 6 ERA at AAA for uh, El Paso. And I just think... It's possible that the Padres could say, ah, all right, we're out, and the Twins could look to buy low on the third overall pick from four years ago, mm-hmm. and then they have to develop him. But He's, He was story. like a top-five prospect in baseball two years ago. Yep, and he came into the season still one of the top like 10 to 15 prospects. But I think there's a. it's possible that the Padres could say, screw it, we can win a World Series right now. This dude's underperforming. Let's cut bait, and let's get Jose Good. Barrios. That's off the record. But I want you to acknowledge, acknowledge me. me. Acknowledge me. Hey, wait, hold acknowledge on a second. You just me. gave all of the details. Dex, I hope you wrote those down. No, I did not. Well, Mackenzie Gore. If Mackenzie Gore happens, it's a home run without the Mackenzie yeah, Gore thing because yeah. I'm giving you a specific team. Yep. No, yeah, I got no. You. If it all That's, doesn't happen, you're it's wrong. Not the, it's not the. <laughs> Write it works. down. You like writing if, things down. If the down. Padres don't hold a press conference and say, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Phil Mackey was the first to report and call this a few days ago. I'm going to want John Heyman, Ken Rosenthal, <laughs> yeah, all, all the biggest heavy hitter reporters. I want hmm. John Heyman, John Morosi, Ken Rosenthal, Jeff Passan, and Dan Hayes from The Athletic to all give me credit that I nailed this prediction all properly. Right. Nice. So, uh, Those are the write that down predictions here on Mackey and Judd. Every single week we put our necks on the line and do what no other talk show has the gall to do. All right. Any other final thoughts from you guys before we uh, ship Judd off to Vikings training camp, get some Purple Daily action? It's just a great day. We've got training camp starting. Free agency in the National Hockey League is kicking off right as we record this, and and there has been clearly tampering going on constantly. I love tampering. Who cares about that? There is, uh, what, the trade deadline for baseball is on Friday. This is one of the, as Dex said in statements on Monday, this is one of the great weeks. Ever, and it so, won't be replicated. No, because because of the sports calendar all matching back up. To what we were before the <laughs> pandemic problems. Uh, Suter's contract with Dallas. I'm not sure if you guys said this. Four years, three point six five million a year. Yep, that's not bad. And yep. uh, for him. from Russo Hockey, Alex Galagoski has multiple mul- 
multi-year offers, but it sounds like he's leaning towards a lucrative one-year deal deal with the Minnesota Wild. Ooh, that one makes <laughs> more sense, right? <laughs> Interesting. All right, well, we'll have right. a lot more on that front, too. Um, we're going we're gonna to shut up so Declan can post some of this stuff before yeah, it get gets it outdated, and we'll see you guys on Purple <laughs> Daily. Mackie and Judd, Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. We want titles. Shopping for the holidays on Instacart and paying with Klarna means you can get gifts delivered in as fast as an hour and spread the payments over time, which could come in handy if you find out everyone's bringing gifts to a holiday party, even though the invitation said no gifts. I mean, why even bother to say no gifts if you don't mean it, Jennifer? Shop over 900 retailers on Instacart. Pay over time with Klarna. New Instacart customers get $25 off $100 or more when you pay with Klarna using code Klarna25. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.